anything that interrupts me yeah. from knowing and experiencing the conscious, imminent presence of God, uh, I've got to deal with. Welcome to the One Cry Podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. The goal, accelerating the movement of God through sharing revival truth, stories, and reports. Welcome once again to the One Cry Podcast. We are thrilled you're joining us today, and I'm Bill Eliff, and I got my buddy Jordan Bowen here yes. with me. He's been with us the last few episodes, and Jordan is a pastor here in the city. He's on the One Cry team uh, nationally, and uh, and we. I hope we get to finish this podcast because <laughs> you are waiting for a from a call for your wife yep. to have your. Third, third baby, third baby, man. That's right. Yeah. So any moment now, yeah, I could know. just, yeah, yeah, you could just be bolt. We turn around, we're taping, and then, and then you're I'm gone. gone. That's right. You just and vanish like the rapture. Yes. So <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> but I think we'll make it through. Yes. So anyway. hey, we'd like to take a moment and really encourage you to go to the website at onecry.com. And when you go to the website, take some time to navigate there, and you'll find resources that can really help you in your pursuit of revival and spiritual awakening. Some of those things, Bill would never say this, but I can say about him, God has used Bill in a mighty way to write some resources that can really help you. There's the One Cry book that he wrote with Byron that's fantastic and some other books there that you can find. And also there's journeys that'll help give you prompts and practical ways to walk in greater intimacy with God. So I just want to encourage you today, take some time at onecry.com, navigate and, and find some ways to help foster your relationship with God through these powerful resources. Go check it out. Well, we've been talking about the presence of God. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Bill, we, as we've been talking, one of the things that you've taught me a lot of is that all of scripture is about the presence of God. In fact, you said there's yeah. like this sweeping aspect right. of it that everything is pointing to the presence of God. And I would really like to understand that better personally and then for our listeners yeah. too. And yeah. what does that mean in our lives? You know, this has just become so clear to me yeah. through the years mm -hmm. that because it's become clear in my experience. And I've been in so many moments personally and and in small groups and in large groups when the presence of God just manifests himself. That you know, some people don't like that word, the yeah. manifest presence. It gets yeah. that word gets kind of means a lot of different things, a lot of different people. But the word manifest means real, yeah. visible. You can't mistake it. Yeah. Uh it's not a it's just an adjective mm -hmm. that we use. And uh but it's a very real adjective. Yeah. That God has chosen to make himself known. Yeah. I mean, you just think about this. He's all through human history. Yeah. He's done it through creation. He's done it through our conscience. The Bible tells us in Romans 1, every man yeah. knows and we sin against what we know. And so we're guilty. And, and then he did it in Christ. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he's done it in his word. He's just, he is aggressively making himself known. And there's yeah. a reason for that. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think you, you spoke to so much that we understand the, the omnipresence of God, right? Yeah. That he's everywhere, always right. at all times. Right. But that word manifest presence, that encountering yeah. presence or that felt presence of God to yeah. some degree. So how do we see that specifically in scripture yeah. when it comes to just all of it? I, I am 
working on a new book. Okay. Uh, right. You know, we've we've written this little book on the present centered church. Yes. I've I've written another book. Uh, it's just a forty day book called the essential presence yeah uh yeah so how we can just experience his presence daily yeah but i've been wanting to write a book on kind of the broad sweep through scripture yeah and as i was studying for that i was just shocked to discover i just didn't know about this book by two of my dear friends uh that are are uh, professors at my alma mater hmm. and at Washtenaw University in Arkansas. Yeah. And it's it's uh, Scott Duvall and Danny Hayes wrote this book just a few years ago okay. on God's relational presence. And look at this subtitle, The Cohesive, Cohesive Center of Biblical Theology. Wow. Now, this is a theological book. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, it's written yeah. in that way. But it's written where anybody could read it. But their whole premise of the book is that the great theme of the Bible, people say, well, what is the theme of the Bible? The covenant, the glory of God, yeah. what is it? Yeah. And they say, no, we think that when you look at Genesis yeah. and you look at the Old Testament and the New Testament and human history, and you look at the consummation of where this is all headed, yeah. it is God wanting to bring us into his relationship presence. Wow. Isn't that beautiful. Yeah. In fact, let, let me just read a word okay. from the introduction. It says, our basic thesis is that the triune God desires to have a personal encountering relationship with his people and enters into his creation in order to facilitate that relationship. Wow. So and, and they outline and really they they wrote the book I, I wish I had written. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, but just, I just want to, I, yeah. I just want to talk with you about this and with our leaders. Just think about this. Yeah. What was the point of the Garden of Eden? And that God put Adam and Eve there yeah. and he walked with them in the cool of the day and he talked to him. It was his presence. Yeah. I, I, these are my beings and I want to have a relational Wow, and I don't want to be uh, uh, Danny and Scott talk about this in their book. We're just not talking about the transcendent presence of God. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. in the heavens. Okay. He's everywhere. Yeah. yeah, but the imminent presence of of God. Yeah, that He's right here, just right like there. just as present as you are with me right here. That's right. what God wants. So in the garden, yeah. that's what He set up, and yeah. that's the garden. That's paradise. That's the, that's the, the best right there. Yeah. Right. We fell. Yeah. And we chose to leave his presence and all the ramifications yeah. uh, that that brought about. I love the fact that God put two angels and with flaming swords across the entrance mm -hmm. because he said if they if they live in if they come back here and eat of the, the tree of life, they'll live forever in this state. Yeah. And I've got more for them. Yeah. So he blocked that. Yeah. And and really created a way for us to get out of this tainted world. Yeah. But then all through the Old Testament, mm. what do you see? Men encountering God's presence. There's yeah. God coming to Noah. Yeah. Meeting with him. Yeah. There's God coming to Abram. Yeah. And saying, I I am going to make of you a great nation. I'm going to yeah. give you a promise. And we're going to learn how to walk together in faith. Yeah. And he becomes the father of our faith because he 
he passes all the tests yeah. of faith. And we see how faith operates and how God lovingly is always faithful to his promises. There's 7,000 promises in the Bible. Yeah. And then we see him with Moses. I mean, this is this is phenomenal. That great kind of the apex in uh, in Exodus 32 and 33, yeah. where Moses says, Lord, if you don't go up with us, uh, I don't want to go up. Exactly. Because how will it be known that we are different without your presence? Yeah. We wow. need your presence. So, and this goes on. Yeah. David, the, the highest point of Israel's history was when David was ruling as a king. Yeah. You say, why? Because he was a man after his own, God's own heart. Yeah. Because he longed for the presence of God. He, he said, in your presence is fullness of joy, and yeah. at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. He, he went to get the ark, which represented the presence, yeah. and brought it to Jerusalem and came dancing yeah. just with sheer abandonment before the Lord. And when you read some of the psalmist description of Jerusalem in that day, like Psalm 48, yeah. uh, when Jerusalem was filled with God's presence, the psalmist, the singers, the sons of Korah wrote about it, said, God has made himself known here. Yeah. And now this place, look in every palace, look in every, it's the joy of the whole earth. Yeah. What was that? It was a presence of God. Yeah. And, and David is saying things after he sinned with Bathsheba. He says, Lord, don't take your spirit from me. Because in that age, yeah. the spirit would come, yeah. but then could leave. Yeah. Right, and you wouldn't have the presence of God. Yeah. Then the prophets began to say, "Now something's coming." Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna, I'm going to change this arrangement. It's yeah. just the progression, the evolution of the of the the imminent presence of God. Yeah. And He says, uh, "I'm bringing one." Yeah. Who's going to change you and redeem you? Yeah. And by the way, I'm going to take your heart of stone and and I'm going to make it uh, filled with my presence. And yeah. I'm going to place my spirit in you. Yeah. We just couldn't. Nobody could have fathomed what that might mean. Right. Then there's these years of silence and waiting, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, one day, man, the angels there. I I, I just imagine them. Uh, Jordan, just standing on tiptoe. I wrote a little, I wrote a little drama yeah. about this one yeah. time of of the angels watching that happen. Yeah, and saying, "Oh my goodness, Jesus is is laying aside his robes. What's going on?" And then, and then they watch Jesus come and and inhabit yeah. a become a single cell organism. Where was that? Yeah, in the womb of a person. Uh -huh. A virgin. Why? My presence. Yeah. I, I want to be with you. Yeah. And then we he walked among us and and we saw God. We touched God. We heard God. Uh, his presence was his real. The word became flesh. Yeah. And we saw him full of grace and truth. Yeah. And it made us so hungry. Yeah. To be with him, you know. And yeah. if we hadn't had that. Of course, we wouldn't have been saved. Our sins right. wouldn't have been atoned for. But also, uh, we wouldn't have realized what the presence of God 
was like. I, I think, hmm. Jordan, of the guys on the road to Emmaus uh, after the resurrection, and Jesus just showed up with his presence. Yeah. Why did he do, you know, yeah. to, to talk to these two guys? Because he loves us. Yeah. He wants us to know his presence. And when he opened their eyes and all of a sudden he was gone, they said, man, didn't our hearts burn? Yeah. We just, boy, this was so rich. And listen to this. Then right before the crucifixion, Jesus gives kind of a locker room talk, mm -hmm. John 14 through 16. And his disciples are afraid because he said, I'm going, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. And they were scared to death. He said, L little children, don't be afraid. Yeah. I, I'm going away, but I'm going to prepare. I'm going to prepare a place for you so that what? You might be with me. Yeah. The presence. And I'm not going to leave you as an orphan. Right. I'm going to send my spirit, which is me, to be with you and in you. Yeah. And, and he goes on in, in John 14, and he says this. He said, the man who loves me, my father and I, we're going to come make our abode mm. in you. Mm. I mean, it's just stunning. Yeah. We wonder what that's happening. He leaves. They're standing there at the ascension. They're gaping away. And <laughs> it's Jesus, what are you doing? Yeah. And the angels say, well, guys, he told you what he's going to do and go wait for yeah. him. Yeah. And they go, they pray, and man, then the day of Pentecost came. Yes, praise the Lord. And, and the Spirit came to indwell these new believers. Yeah. Just like he was going to indwell every new believer. Yeah. A seven-year-old, a 17-year-old. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is the great key. This is, you know, I've often said that, that, you know, what Christ did on the cross made us fit for heaven. Yeah. What Christ did on Pentecost made us fit for earth. Yeah. We mm. could walk up and down the streets of, of our town yeah. rightly because the Spirit lives inside of us. We can be filled with Him. Yeah. He gives us gifts to use for His glory. He yeah. calls us and leads us and guides us. And, and so this is why we've had such an emphasis that anything that interrupts me yeah. from knowing and experiencing the conscious imminent presence of God, uh, I've got to deal with because mm -hmm. it's the only way we can function on yeah. this earth. Yeah. So one more thing, okay. and then I'll pause. Yeah. And uh, so then this whole thing okay. in this age is leading to something more. Just think of this evolution. Yeah. From the garden, the fall, the Old Testament, he's there, he leaves, uh, the prophecies, Emmanuel coming, God with us, mm -hmm. the Spirit coming, God in us, not just with us, God in, in us. us. And then he says, there's coming a day mm. and I'm going to create a new heaven, a new earth, and you will be with me forever. No sin, no problems, no crying, no yeah. disease, uh, just an eternity in the fullness of my manifest presence. Wow. Somebody in your car listening say, hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm thinking I need to pull over in my car and yeah. take some notes here. I could take an offering right now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm ready to give. Yeah. Well, I think you're so right, Bill, that I, 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 as you've been talking, I've had this thought. 
Everything in scripture is about the presence of God. So what should everything in my life be about? Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I mean, because what you just described is in the garden, God was thinking of, I'm going to be with Jordan someday. Yeah. He's thinking of me. He's thinking of the our listeners, right. thinking of you. Right. right. And 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 in, in in the end, in Revelation, it, it's the return to the garden. Exactly. It, it's back to the garden. Back and to paradise. One of the things you've talked about, and maybe you want to mention some of this for our listeners, is even the tabernacle and the temple, the way they were set up, all of that was to help point people, right, to the image yeah, of you, being with Christ. You know, the, 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 the uh, passage you read last yeah. episode. Yeah. When Jesus came up on the temple mount and they were prostituting that temple with selling and everything. And, yeah. And Jesus drove them off and he said, I've always wondered, he said, my house, my father's house yeah. will be called a house of prayer. Yeah. He didn't call it a house of worship, a house of teaching. Mm-mm. And I, I've often thought about that like, well, we should pray. Right. But I think it's more than that. Yeah. So think of how the temple was constructed. There's an outer court, the inner court, the Holy of Holies. So in the outer court, there's all these things, the sacrifices. This gets you ready to enter into the presence of God. The mm-hmm. cleansing, it was a picture of Christ who was the lamb that was going to come. Yeah. Then you go a little f- step further, and there's the bread of the presence. Yeah, wow. It's interesting. <laughs> and the candle that's always burning. And, and, and all these things that are designed to take you farther. You partake of this. You walk in the light of this lampstand. Yeah. And then inside was the Holy of Holies. What was there? The Ark of the Covenant. What was in the covenant? Aaron's rod who budded, which this is life. Yeah. The tablets, this is the word of God. And it was the presence of God, the angels over the yeah. top of that. This is the presence of God. Now, just think about that in total. Mm-hmm. That whole temple summed up man's relationship with God. Yeah. It was all about how God and man connect. Yeah. And listen to the word God used to describe that prayer. So prayer is not just this little thing I do Mm -hmm. every once in a while or this little duty. No, prayer is this attitude of heart and mind that I just enter into his presence. Right. And if you're praying and you're not getting into the presence of God, something's wrong. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Ari Tori said, most prayer is not really unto God. I read that statement in his little book, How to Pray, and I, it just blew me away. And I read further. He said, because we come in and we've got all these things that we're conscious of. We're not conscious of God. Yeah. Now, the whole point of prayer is to enter in. Wow. And that's why the... The misuse of the temple yep. was so disturbing to him. Yeah. So um, it's all about his presence, everything. And yeah. this this great sweep of history. I yep. love this time. That's so good. God's relational. Yep. That's the word. Yeah. Presence, the cohesive center of biblical theology. Or take us there. Yeah. And it just, I hope for our listeners today that. I mean, it's just, it's, it's who God is, but that makes me 
was so loved. Oh man, that yeah. He he, he's oh, it's so relational, and yeah. we can feel so alone and so distraught and so discouraged. And God's like, hey, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm I've with done everything you. to yeah. have this personal relational experience with yeah. you. And you don't. And even I can't wait to heaven because I'm yeah. gonna be no more sin or pain and fully with him and. I love how one pastor put, you know, the streets of gold, what we treasure on earth is what we trample on in heaven, you know, because it's about being with Jesus. Yeah. But at the same time, just listening to you today, I hope our listeners and I take away, I don't need to wait to heaven to meet with God. Right. Right. Right now. Right now. And it's a foretaste of heaven. You know, uh, David Bryant, great prayer leader and... Uh, he talks about revival and spiritual awakening mm-hmm. because in those moments, God opens heaven. He rends the heavens and he comes down Yeah, and he manifests himself in a way that we see him more clearly. Yeah. Right? David Bryant calls that the approximation of the consummation. Huh. So in other words, we see a little more picture, not fully, but yeah. an approximation of what we'll see one day in the consummation. Wow. <laughs> it's a beautiful yeah. thought. Maybe that's why Jesus said uh, to pray in this way, let yeah. your kingdom come, come. on earth yeah. as it is in heaven. Yeah. And it's about the think. presence. Yeah. Man, thank you, Bill. Well, thank you. I have a feeling we could just go on all day. We could. Yeah. And, and our <laughs> listeners would probably turn us off. Yeah. Or, yeah they, I don't they, know. They, they, they going into the grocery we store. And, yeah, we did. And yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to encourage you. Yeah. Uh, and these little tools, Present Centered Church, mm-hmm. uh, Duval and Hayes' book on God's relational yeah. presence, a little book we have, The Essential Presence, anything you can read on that, oh, yeah. and there's there's much. Uh, pursue the Lord. Yeah. Just and 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 read the Bible yeah. with this in view. Yes. That this is all about God's relational presence with us. That's so good. Hallelujah. Yeah. Jordan, why don't you just close us in prayer today? Okay. And, and we're going to invite everybody to join us uh, as we pray together. Yeah. Let's pray. Lord, we right now, we just want to thank you that everything is about presence mm-hmm. of you with us. God, we um, only you satisfy. I mean, that's just the word I think constantly now that I know these truths and learning this from Bill. Lord, I mean... From the garden, that's what made the garden so great, Mm -hmm. is you walking with us. And what makes all of scripture so great is you being with us and your presence coming in in just remarkable ways. I mean, that's what separated the Israelites is people knew, well, that's the people that God is with. God dwells there. So Lord, Mm -hmm. because of you, Christ... You dwell with us. You are in us. Holy Spirit, we are fully filled by you. Mm-hmm. And my prayer is that there would be nothing in my life that grieves you nor quenches you mm-hmm. so that that fullness of you may just pour out so that every tribe, tongue, and nation would see that you desire to be with them. Lord, we long for heaven. Amen. We long for it because, because you're there fully mm-hmm. and we get to walk hand in hand with you. And mm-hmm. while we're here on earth, it's because you have purpose. So, Lord, may we be with you today in such a way, Lord, that just lives out that purpose. Lord, mm-hmm. and I just ask that in my life, anything and everything that does not please you, Lord, that you would remove it. 
that I may experience what Bill's teaching me today, the withness of you, your indwelling presence, God, even deeper. May we experience it. May we encounter you, your felt presence. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, Jordan, go home and have a baby. Hey, now we're talking. That's my wife's prayer. That's her prayer. Get this thing out of me. Yeah. You want to lose the presence of that That's child. That's right. Not just That's get it right. a little, little not yeah. quite so closely. But That's right. Anyway, well, thanks again for joining us, and yeah. uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next time. And if you would, we've had three yeah. uh, very important, I think, episodes here on God's Presence. Yeah. Bundle those up and send them to a friend. That's right. And uh, we'll see you next time.